Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Thank you for joining us today. This is Tim and Julie Harris, and our podcast is Real Estate Coaching Radio. Today, we're discussing the Real Estate Agents YouTube channel optimization checklist. We'll talk to you through exactly what you need to be doing to make your YouTube channel generate lots of primarily seller, but also buyer leads. So please go ahead and like as well as subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of the new podcasts. We have something new every weekday, um, and there's obviously thousands and thousands of past podcasts. This is the number one uh, listen to downloaded podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States. And if you're watching us on YouTube, well, guess what? You can also listen to us on iTunes and on Spotify and all the other normal podcast listening widgets. And I want to give a special shout out for all of you. Dozens and dozens of you have given Julie and I five-star reviews and piffy comments over on the iTunes, iTunes channel. And as promised, we have, I think, finished the last batch of Harris Rules, autographed Harris Rules books that went out, what day? Saturday? Uh, yeah, they went out Saturday. And uh, I think some of you will enjoy receiving a, a box that was handwritten with your address and name by our eight and a half year old. That is really happening <laughs> and it's really headed to your door. And it's not too late. Uh, we do have, I think, another 12 or 15 books. If you'd like to give us a five-star review, um, I mean, if you obviously are thinking the podcast or in this case, the YouTube uh, video merits a five-star review and include a pithy comment, our staff will be choosing um, which ones of you will receive the books. And so far, I have to say, I don't think that they have found any that were not worthy of receiving an autographed copy of our book, Hint Hint. So please make sure you go ahead and do that right away. If you're on iTunes, especially iTunes is the epicenter for all things podcasting. And remember, if you are watching us or now listening to us on YouTube, please do absolutely positively like and subscribe this uh you know this video and all of our previous podcasts and all of our previous videos they're waiting for you our job is to get you guys educated motivated and ultimately get you into action and i know that's going to be especially difficult as we continue into this sort of weird future of inflation versus housing crash is there a housing crash is there not a housing crash we've walked you guys through all the action items all the ways of changing and shifting your mindset to be of service to other people in this market and we're going to continue to do so go and make sure you listen to our past videos and listen to our past podcasts and please do consider becoming a member of our Premier Coaching community. And Premier Coaching is the way forward for many of you because it is the step-by-step plan you need to thrive in this market. It's very easy for you to become a Premier Coaching member. Easy because guess what? Takes two minutes and it's free. Just text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. Just go ahead and do that now. Text the word Premier to 47372. And when you do, you can join Premier Coaching. If you are outside of the continental United States and you'd like to join directly, just go to members.timandjulieharris.com, members.timandjulieharris.com, and you can join Premier Coaching right now, 100% for free. And yes, that does include all the content, all the scripts, the objection handlers, um, many of the presentations we've talked about talks about this YouTube uh, marketing plan we've been uh, sharing with you guys over the last uh, few podcasts. It also includes a daily semi-private coaching session with one of our Harris certified coaches. And even in between coaching sessions, you can receive coaching if you need it. So do not delay. This is absolutely positively something that I'm and Julie and I and all of our coaches, faculty and staff are incredibly happy and proud, frankly, to have been able to create for all of you. We knew there was a market shift coming, and this is the reason that we retooled our business so we could accommodate more agents wanting to essentially learn what was necessary in this new market. So go ahead and text the word Premier to 47372. Go ahead and text the word Premier to 47372. Message and data rates may apply. And if you are with us here on YouTube, go ahead and add your comments and questions below, and we will be sure to get back with you with a response. And a special shout out to Lisa in Barbados, who had both the longest address and furthest away. Uh, so your book is indeed on the way. I think yours may take a couple of extra days, but it is absolutely on the way. All right. So let's say you figured out how to make an interesting content rich video or videos and how to actually post them on YouTube. 
How do you get the most out of your YouTube channel? How do you drive buyer and seller traffic to your channel? It takes more than just posting and hoping somebody will see it. So today we're giving you the real estate agents step-by-step -step guide to optimizing your YouTube channel. Now, I think this uh, content, well, I'm confident it'll be very useful to all of you because here's full confession. Julie and I have been making videos and they've been being posted on YouTube forever, but we have not been the best at it. Now, we've been the best podcasters for sure. I mean, we have the most downloads and listens, by far the nation's number one listen to daily podcast. But our YouTube channel was kind of lame. And so what we did is we made a commitment about 90 days ago that Julie and I, before we delegated or hired anybody, we were going to absolutely positively become the masters of all things uh, regards to our YouTube channel. And we've been going in learning all this stuff too. So we're not just talking about um, you know, just giving you guys some uh, lofty information that doesn't directly uh, apply. This is the, these are the very steps that Julie and I have been learning together and that we've been applying together to our own um, YouTube channel. And as a result, just in like the last, what was it, 27 days or something, our YouTube channel subscribers and everything else has gone through the roof. Now, Julie did mention that the, um, you know, ideas for what the content is that you're going to be producing. Those were the last two podcasts on this very topic. So go back and listen, but I'm going to give you guys a quick hack. And this is what Julie and I are doing too. go to YouTube and then do a search around keywords that prospective primarily sellers would be looking for when looking for information about selling their home, what's going on home values, or, you know, obviously you might have someone who's thinking about relocating to your area. Just go online and find out what your competitors are doing, but primarily look for the competitors that have the most views because YouTube is, believe it or not, most likely going to be the most powerful search engine, even surpassing Google, because remember, Google owns YouTube. And I want you guys to do this. This is actually kind of interesting. On your phones, go to Google and put in like a search as if you were a home buyer. Homes for, no, don't do homes for sale because then you'll get Zillow or Realtor.com. But do something more specific, like information about your local school or information about a community center, something like that. And then what you're going to discover is you'll get some paid ads. This is on your phone. Remember, you'll get some paid ads. And then what do you get? A whole bunch of YouTube videos. So what's happening is YouTube is giving massive SEO, search engine optimization, preference to YouTube videos. And so if you don't even have a website, who cares? You don't really need one. Matter of fact, most agent websites generate a total of zero leads per year. But if you have a YouTube channel and you're creating the content like what we prescribed in the last two podcasts or YouTube videos, you will then be able to have some great long tail inspirational ideas that things that could create leads for you for years to come. So again, the hack for knowing what to produce and knowing what to uh, create is just go to YouTube, do a search, look for the videos with the most Views. Don't worry about whether you like the title or the content or anything. Watch it. Take cliff notes from it. You know, write down the bullets of whatever that video was and do your own rendition of it because you already know the uh, you know potential viewers like that particular content. So just copy it. That's right. Which brings us to point number one on your checklist. Your title is really important. Here's the question. What Tim just went over. Would a buyer or especially seller prospect search for the content based on your title. Don't create videos about something that nobody's looking for. Use Google Trends plus your town name or several different town names, depending on how many you're working, to see what people actually want to know about. You can also use vidiq.com or tubebuddy.com to help you identify quality content. Now, if you're a coaching client, simply refer to our 38 YouTube videos for real estate agents. That gives you lots of great content. And remember that titles that start out how to, and then fill in the blank, like how to get the best mortgage rate in Columbus, Ohio, or five reasons why you don't want to sell your home by yourself. You Something like that. You definitely want to, Julie, just uh, two really critical points, vidiq.com and tubebuddy.com. They basically do the same thing. We use vidiq.com. And what vidiq.com is, it's an app that basically will uh, work integrated with YouTube. And so you download, even if you don't have your YouTube channel yet, you can download vidIQ, there's a free version, and then it's gonna integrate on your when you're watching videos on YouTube. And when you're watching videos on YouTube, it's going to tell you that videos, all the, you know, essentially behind the curtains of that video, how many views it's had, the average time that someone's viewed it. It's gonna tell you all the tags that that video's had. A tag is basically, um, the content creator's way of telling YouTube what the video is about. Like yours might be your, you know, your community, your neighborhoods, your name, obviously, things like that. 
So you can then see when you come across a video that's got a lot of views, look to see what their keywords are. Look to see what their tags are. Look to see, you know, basically this is essentially copying their work. I mean, that's the essence of it. Nothing wrong with it. Perfectly legal. Nothing immoral or unethical about it. But vidIQ is going to tell you the exact things that you then can copy uh, when you're creating your own videos. And again, it's going to give you great ideas for titles too. Vid if you're not a good copywriter, and I mean, sometimes we are, sometimes we're not, you can go to VidIQ and you can put in some random words what your video is about, and then it's going to spit out what it will perceive to be the most uh, clickable uh, title or subject line. So you don't even have to be a really good copywriter. Oh, and by the way, once your video is up, you can go in there and if you're not getting the amount of views and attention you thought you'd get, you can go in there and you can basically... Uh, Put it through vidIQ and vidIQ will say, well, this is, these are the changes that you need to make. So you essentially, vidIQ operates for us as a YouTube coach. That's really what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's like having an assistant that's doing an extra level of thinking for you so that you can actually optimize. Okay, so that brings us, we talked about the title. Title matters. It has to be something that someone in your market who wants to buy or sell real estate would actually be searching for. Now, related to that is point number two, your description. The description must contain the same keywords as your title. For example, you can start out by saying, this video is about, and then fill in your title. YouTube likes your description to match your title. You will not get as much uh, placement or views if your title and description don't have anything to do with each other, or it's just maybe too wordy. And you can put, you can also, <laughs> excuse me, you can also put a lot of your keywords in the first paragraph of excuse me, <laughs> proof that we're sorry live. of, and we don't edit of the description of your video. So you can actually drop in some of the keywords. And Julie said, she just gave you something that we learned and we experimented with and we discovered is absolutely true. If the title of your video is in basically the first or second line of the description of your video, that's definitely going to get it so that the search engine algorithm inside the AI inside YouTube is then going to recognize your video as being in alignment. There's not humans viewing your content. There's not a human watching your video. There's not a human that's doing any real work on all your videos. It's just a software program, you know, that's going through and make, just checking to see what boxes you have checked. And by the way, again, it sounds like we're giving a commercial to vidIQ. They're not even a sponsor. Maybe they should be. But vidIQ gives you a checklist of what you should be doing. Um, you know, they'll say, do you have title cards? Do you have a subject line? Is your subject line too long? Do you have this? Do you have the other thing? And then you can go through and you can learn because it tells you exactly what to do to the video to make it actually work. And Julie's going to give you more drill down on that now. Yes, that's right. So again, your description has to match what your title is. And you can include things like real estate in... Uh, Laguna Beach, California, or buy a home in Aliso Viejo, sell my home in Laguna Woods, right? So include at the end of your description that you tie it up by saying, please like and subscribe, post your comments below, and feel free to ask questions as well. Okay, so that brings us to the third most important thing, your tags. And you just mentioned a lot about tags a second ago. Tags are literally what people are searching for. They're a short little snippet of what they're searching for. What are some keywords or phrases that describe your video? Keep it specific to your town or to the topic plus your town. So, and again, vidIQ will give you lots of suggestions for that. And I have to pause here just for a second, Tim. We talk a lot about vidIQ, but how many of our listeners haven't been posting to YouTube or really any videos because their perception was, well, I got to go hire somebody to optimize all this stuff. I've got to have some big budget to make this work. When in fact, you can do most of this yourself for free, plus a few little widgets like vidIQ. Well, it is. I mean, most of this technical stuff, when you really get down to it, is essentially, it's just like everything else in life, right? Mm -hmm. It just comes down to a checklist. It's a system. It's That's all it is. And and really, real once you get moved, once you move past your, some of your fear of thinking that you have to somehow, you know, make yourself into some sort of anime version of yourself as an influencer, <laughs> right. you know, bouncing off the walls and trying to act like Anthony Robbins. Once you realize that some of the most viewed videos aren't like that at all, especially the real estate ones, they're not trying to make the real estate agent the influencer or they're not trying to make the real estate agent the center of attraction. They're trying to make the community focus or the home or the whatever it is that the video is about. Again, go listen to our well, past the podcast. Right, the content. You When you see that the fact that the views go to the people that are making content that's actually designed to educate people about what that it is that they actually want to search for versus sort of this millennial trend of all of them, you know, millennials trying to make videos where they're the center of attention, where they're the focal point. 
they were that's there's a shift that's going on in the type of content that people want to actually consume away from the wannabe influencer to actually what it is in it for me to watch this video. What is it in what's in it for me to listen to your podcast? I need to know it's not okay. You you can tell me about yourself and you know act like you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. After I'm confident you have actually something to listen to that I, that'll benefit me. It's the Maya Angelou quote, right? That's right. People forget about specifically what you said. They remember how they how you make them feel. So one way to look at this is make them feel like they got the content they were searching for, right? right. I mean, you and I talked about how this is really a great frontier for you to conquer because A, it's cheap or free, and B, it does improve your your Google results when somebody's searching your town. Well, so why is it that our podcast is, you know, downloaded and listened to at such in huge numbers really at this point? It's because based on your guys' feedback on iTunes, you can read your reviews. It's because we give you guys drilled down content. We're not giving you fluff. We're not telling you the same exact thing that 20 other people are telling you just in a slightly different way. We're not trying to make ourselves the focal point and make ourselves into celebrities. That's not what we're all about. We're all about giving you guys the education. And with that education, you know, we know that you're going to be motivated. And with that motivation, you're going to get into action and help people in that order. What most people are going to focus on is fluff, fluff in the form of mindset stuff, lots and lots of mindset stuff on YouTube or on podcasts in general, because the mindset stuff is easy to basically, you know, pontificate about. It's easy to talk about. It's easy to, you know, just drag on a half hour, 45 minutes, just talking about dream boards and all the rest of it. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, is that does not actually give you the education you need to then go into get into action to be of service to other people. It just is more of this sort of inward uh, focused, narcissistic, all about about me approach to life that frankly, a lot of people are kind of getting bored of people that are looking for content now because all there's this, you know, millions of videos that are all around that same sort of that, that you guys understand if you consume content, it's this a huge generation of uh, content uh, creators that made, we're trying to make themselves into uh, rock stars, basically into influencers, that type of content is losing its appeal. The really good content creators are then realizing to make it less about them, make it maybe 10% about them or 5% about them and 95% about how can I help my actual viewer, or my actual listener that makes it easier for you guys to make competitive videos because you don't, those of you who don't want to be on camera, for example, you can make absolutely fantastic, great videos that people will just consume like crazy because it's not about you because it is about content that you're trying to give to them to be of service to the other people. That is really what the mark, that's the direction the market's going. Hopefully that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, so that brings us to point number four on your checklist, how to optimize your YouTube channel, your thumbnail. Now the thumbnail is the little picture seen on YouTube. When you search something on YouTube, that's kind of like your ad for your content. Include the title in the thumbnail. Again, the thumbnail and the tags and the description and the title need to match. I can talk to you, them a little yes. bit about thumbnails because you and I are right now going through a lot of trial and error trying to figure mm -hmm. that combination out. So here's the elements that definitely worked. Bright colors that uh, contrast with the YouTube uh, color palette. So you want to use yellows and oranges. You want to use colors that when people are looking at YouTube, there's just sort of this uh, Pavlovian <laughs> desire to click on it, right? Yep. You know, there's a lot of psychological studies that have been done on the different ways that different colors have on essentially people responding psychologically. But here again, just, you know, here's your cheat code for those of you who are video gamers. Ready? Here it is. Go to YouTube, see what your hypothetical competing videos would be. Look to see what colors they're using and then copy their overall design. Now there's of the ones that work and get lots of views. Exactly. Use the views as your barometer. This is the reason this stuff's not difficult to decipher and figure out. You're not reading hieroglyphs. You're just copying. Um, and there are lots and lots of people that can make thumbnails for you. I know, oh my gosh, I don't do this at all. I get it. So you can find someone on Fiverr who might charge you $10 per thumbnail. And by the way, there's tons and tons of um, templates for thumbnails, which is what our assistant's been using. You can just download all these hypothetical uh, templates and then essentially the, you know, the, the contractor then can just drop your picture in whatever. Now let's talk about the pictures. What we've discovered, what we knew, and it totally makes sense is that what people want to see are people's faces. They don't necessarily want to see a lot of their appendages. They want to see faces. And if you combine faces with some level of expression that corresponds to the title of your podcast or your video, you're generally speaking going to get more views. Now, it doesn't have to be cheesy. It doesn't have to be overdone. And I'm going to show you guys, for example, if you go 
to the grocery store and you then go to the magazine section, mag- member magazines in the magazine section of the grocery <laughs> store, right? Yep. Or if you go to Barnes and Noble, and you're, which has the greatest magazine section ever, and you go uh, and you're going to go pick up a copy of our book, Harris Rules, because it's there waiting for you at Barnes and Noble, and you go to the magazine section, go to the housing section, go to the a lot of the even you know the lifestyle type things, the women's lifestyle things, the men lifestyle things. All you see are faces staring back That's at true. you. All you see are people, and generally speaking, they don't have uh, sort of cheesy expressions on their faces. They're smiling or they're not smiling, and they're posed in some particular way. So don't think that you need to compromise uh, yourself to all of a sudden start creating a following for yourself on YouTube. You really don't. And it is now so if you don't want to put yourself at all on the thumbnail, you will lose potential clicks. But if your uh, content is uh, and your titles are good, then it won't really matter at the end of the day. And Julie and I have lots of um, people we follow on YouTube. We're listening to this guy, I don't remember his name, who makes these videos about, he's, he sounds like he's probably in his 80s. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know how he's making these videos. Oh, you mean the Appalachian guy? About Appalachia, yeah. And they're <laughs> yeah. amazing. We, we sat down with Zoe the other night and we watched a, because um, we're frankly, hopefully she's not listening. <laughs> We're trying to convince Zoe that it's a really bad idea for her to, her to wander off too far off of our property here in Murphy into the woods, which, by the way, she's done a few times. And uh, we're, so we convinced her, I think, Hopefully. that there's witches. And, and basically, she knows what a witch is and because she's read lots of, uh, you know, children's fairy tale type yeah, things. Yeah, and all the Harry Potter stuff and right. all that good and, stuff. And so we found a video <laughs> online of this. It turns out, and I didn't even know this. It's right, like which legends, Yeah, which, which legends in Appalachia, of which there's tons. Tons. And so there's this guy, this, this older, you know, very, I think, authoritative uh, yeah. voice that was narrating the history of witches in Appalachia and it talked about them and talked about how there are four different kinds of witches. There's a water witch and there's a, you know, it, it was unbelievable, but he never is he on camera and never is his face anywhere on the thumbnail. Yeah. That's my point. But the content is really good. Yes. It's absolutely. so much fun to listen to. Too. It, it totally is. So yes. The, and you can find out a lot by looking at other people's videos and playing with these. And remember, it doesn't cost you anything to make your videos here. Okay. So Point number five and six, this is something after you've figured out what we've already talked about, you can create an intro video that you use all the time. This is where you say, thank you for watching, like, subscribe, and comment below. Send your questions right here and I'll get back with an answer for you. Now, again, you can put that at the end of your description or you can have a tiny little intro video. Same with an exit video. What would you say there? Again, like, subscribe, comment, and check out our other topics and you might post some of your other videos below there. All right, point number seven, you have an option to add timestamps if there are room. Timestamps are simply, you know, at the sixth minute, Tim and Julie are talking about proactively generation. But just for the record, that's just a box you check on uh, YouTube. Yeah, you don't have to do it. You just enable it. For 99% of you who are listening right now and thinking this is too much and this is too technical, I get it. Julie and I feel exactly the same way. Um, So this is, we, when... When Julie and I are learning something uh, or trying to adopt uh, a new system for one of our businesses, we always, like everyone says, well, you don't want to try to learn it. You want to just delegate it. Well, the problem with delegating something before you know actually how it's supposed to work is you're never going to be able to hold that person accountable to the results. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at the end of the day, that's what a real boss does is you need to understand how the system is supposed to work and then um, optimize it and then hand it off and then check in frequently. It's trust but verify type thing. Well, that's what we're doing with YouTube as well. So if you're feeling overwhelmed by the whole thing um, of what we've been sharing with you in these past three shows, I have good news for you. There are droves and droves and droves of people that will do this for you um, and many will do it in not very much money, like maybe 20 bucks a video or something like that to where all you'd have to do is shoot the raw video and then you know upload the raw video to say, for example, um, Google Drive or whatever a Dropbox and they'll download it and they'll make the video and they'll upload it to YouTube and they'll check all these boxes. But I still want you guys to have vidIQ like I prescribed mm-hmm. at the top. That way you can then go in and check their work. That way you can go in and see, well, where are the, where's this? Where's this? vidIQ says you did not do these five things on the checklist. You guys see how this works? So if you don't want to learn all this stuff and truthfully, Julie and I sure as hell did not want to learn all this mm-hmm. stuff, but we know we had to do it for the reasons I already stated and for the sake of teaching you guys how to do it as well. Well, there again is another way of making it so that you don't actually have to do the grinding work beyond actually making the video. Though you don't have to hire somebody. Maybe that's not in your budget right now. All of this stuff is easily done by you, especially following our checklist. Now we only have you guys for about 30 minutes on a podcast. So this is the 30,000 foot view. If you're a coaching client, you're going to get this exact checklist as well as a whole bunch of uh, suggested content 
that relates to you being a lead generation machine off of your YouTube. So if you're not yet a Premier member, all you have to do is, is text Premier, P-R-E-M-I-E-R, 247372, so we can make your lives easier and send you this exact checklist as, long, as well as a bunch of other great stuff. But more importantly, what we're going to be doing inside Premier Coaching is we're going to be making videos of us using vidIQ. Well, by us, I mean Julie. <laughs> using vidIQ and you're going to then see essentially and she's going to you know this is what this means this is what this means she can kind of go through it then again the way we learned all of it is we had to study all of it I don't even know how many hours we have wrapped up into understanding Lots all this yeah. but you know before we delegate we definitely need to understand it that way we can hold the person that we delegate to accountable we have you know Julie was interestingly uh, critical of me when she got into the whole YouTube thing with me you know a few months ago she said Tim it looks like over the years you've had a bunch of different people that you didn't hold accountable again these videos done and she's absolutely right and I, I, that is what she said well but isn't it easy though to hire somebody that says yep i'm gonna optimize your youtube channel and then you're like whoo that's great i had that hire here you go here's my videos go optimize well i went but, back but then how do you know if they actually are following a checklist that's actually effective right we, we've been putting videos on youtube basically since google bought youtube some of our videos on youtube go back years and years and years mm -hmm. and what's interesting and this is interesting i think for any of you who have been in any kind of business for any amount of time is the videos that we put up years and years and years ago, I'm talking about like 15 years ago, those have, in some cases, thousands and thousands of views. I found some that had over 100,000 views on YouTube, and they were not even anywhere near correctly optimized. In other words, I had that vidIQ plugin, and I would watch one of our videos from 15 years ago, 16 years ago, and none of the things were done correctly, and yet it had thousands and thousands of views. So what happened is over time, more competition entered into the YouTube space. YouTube's algorithms then started to say, well, you know what? We want more of this, less of that. Mm -hmm. And they then started to change. You know, it's the whole don't build your mansion on land you don't own, which is an example of what I'm, you know, essentially what happened. So if we were overly reliant on YouTube videos 15 years ago, we hadn't essentially decoded all the stuff like what we're sharing with you guys now, we would have been, you know, a ship without a, or in a boat without a paddle and so as you're thinking about all this stuff here's what I'm fearful of and this is from my coach's brain uh, clicking mm -hmm. in some of you are going to love the fact that this feels like a 15 sided Rubik's cube that you get to solve and you're going to be able to hide behind figuring out how to make YouTube videos and you're going to be able to avoid doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level no this is not the reason that we're presenting this information to you remember what Julie and I said we are introducing these uh, social networking video you know creation content to you topics to you is we were strongly suggesting, and frankly, if we were coaches, we'd be basically strongly you know, coercing you, mm -hmm. to only spend maybe 10% of your time on anything that's passive and 90% of the stuff that's proactive. This is the passive stuff that you can, as we've been suggesting to you, delegate once you have an overview understanding of how it works, and then just start scheduling yourself to start creating some of the content based on the 30 plus ideas that Julie posted for you guys on Premier Coaching. But do not think that this is the real work of real estate because it is not. Yes, this is in addition to not instead of the real work of real estate. And that brings us to point number eight, in your video optimization, is there a free offer? What is your CTA or your call to action? So, so far we've talked about giving them lots of valuable content that they would actually be searching for, but then what do you want them to do about it? Every single video that you create has to have something of value, that's your content, plus what do you want them to do about it? Would, is, did you just make a video about maybe how to buy and sell at the same time in Roanoke, Virginia? Well, okay, that's great, but unless it's just going to be a public service announcement, give them something to do about it. Perhaps a free comparative market analysis request. Well, read some of your examples. Uh, where do I have those? They're okay. right here. All right. So posting consistent quality content is more important than the actual quality or over-engineering or engineering of your video. So make two videos per week for 90 days straight. That's two per week for 90 days straight. At that point, you're going to know what's working and what isn't and should be lead generating if you're doing it right. And again, we gave you 38 ideas, but use those. And by the way, those 38 ideas, uh, my lovely wife got from going to YouTube and doing actual the actual homework for you. She went and found out what were the videos that were getting consistently the most views mm -hmm. that were made by real estate professionals, you know, obviously geared for lead generation of primarily sellers, but also buyers. But they're very specific. So for example, one of the most important, uh, and I have to say probably the easiest videos that you can be doing every single week. So let's say you're gonna do two per week, 
And one of them is always a weekly market update. Everybody is wondering what in the world is going on with the real estate market. For sure. Rates are going up. We have inflation. We have all of these things happening. What's actually happening? And you and I talked, I think, on Friday about our little deep dive into several markets that we watch. Mm -hmm. And so what is actually happening is most things are still selling with multiple offers. Now, maybe they're not selling with 20 offers, but they're still selling, let's say, in two weekends instead of two days. Let's wrap up today's show. Anything you post on YouTube should also be posted on Instagram and Facebook. Again, when you delegate this, they'll know how to make what's called a short or something like this. You guys should be following us on Instagram. It's Tim and Julie Harris. Uh, by the way, today, Julie was able to do over a five-minute plank, and I took a video oh, of it. So make tired. sure you go to Instagram and you watch that. Um, but really the big takeaway here is once you've created these videos, you can make them into different uh, types of content. Now I want to end today by sharing with you guys an experience Julie and I had over the weekend. We get an email from Zero Hedge and it's something we've read for a long time and the most salacious headline ever. I don't even remember what it was. I won't even get it right. I'll under dramatize how dramatic it was. Yeah. But the gist of it was housing is going to be completely underwater. People are going to be living in caves. It was like housing market decimated or uh, something the, like the that. The apocalypse of all things homes. Builders are now turning into roving troves of cannibals. <laughs> I mean, the whole damn thing was... It was bad. It was hilarious. <laughs> and Julie and I were, well, that sounds like some interesting headline. Maybe we were missing something. We ought to click the crap out of that one. And so she and I were driving around. We clicked it and she read it to me. And it was a load of like 14 paragraphs of the same thing be repeated over and over mm -hmm. again. That was total crap. And towards the end of it, it basically like some of the things that Julie just said, they're, they're, they're evidence that there's some sort of housing calamity that's on the horizon, which by the way, there's not, that's a total lie. Uh, listen to our video or watch our pod, or, you know, opposite, but you know, consume the video. We made about 15 reasons why there's not going to be a housing uh, crash. It's on YouTube and obviously a podcast. But they were citing as evidence that there's a housing crash going on by the fewer competing offers for properties, by houses not taking like, you know, 10 years to sell, but like taking an average between listing and closing of 27 days versus like 24 days, like a year ago. Seems things, like just stupid things like that. So there well, is. So the content did not match the title in their case. At all. But more importantly, it goes to the point we are making with these, uh, the last actual podcast we did, where we're telling them to, you know, prune and be very careful what they pick mm -hmm. as far as media and content. Yeah. Because so much of the content that's out there is designed just to have you read this, the headline. Go to CNBC and look what they're doing. Now, not all of it is like this. Diana Olick does a great job, frankly. Mm -hmm. They're a housing reporter. But go to CNBC and look at the headline and then look what they'll do. They'll summarize the point of the article, usually with three bullet points at the top of the article, but that's not necessarily what the article's about. So for example, they might come up with some, you know, clickbaity title. Here's the three points what the article's about. But if you read the article, you'll find the countervailing facts almost towards the end of every single article. It's like, who the hell's writing this? Aren't these people supposed to have some formal education on how to be journalists? They're opinion pieces. Yes, but why is this important for you guys to recognize? Think about how critical it is for you, the boots on the ground, to be creating what is actually happening in your actual market on a weekly basis. I'll give you an example. I watched the Austin market. Well, but your, your point yeah. is, is if you have a problem deciphering the truth from the yeah. BS, imagine how snimied your actual centers of influence and past clients and how your market is. And so if all of a sudden, as we're trying to be for you guys, as you become the light in the storm of, you know, in the, in the fog, as, as you become the, mm -hmm. the, what's it called? Lighthouse? The yeah. Lighthouse, as yeah. you become the lighthouse, uh, you will then find more people being attracted to you because of the fact yes. that you're giving the facts and not just opinion pieces, which are largely politically biased. That is the under, that's the undertone of most headlines and most news is they're trying to get you, well, if you read a bad headline about the economy, isn't that all of a sudden going to start making you think, well, I don't want this guy as president anymore. I'm not trying to be political. I'm just saying all the headlines are designed to manipulate you. Real news is not something you see hardly at all anymore. Well, so let's say that I'm a seller prospect, you know, those listing leads you guys are dying to have, and I'm in Austin, Texas. But I've read some of those headlines and I'm thinking, gosh, 
I thought I wanted to sell my house right now. I mean, for a while, it sounded like it was a hot market, but now I read these two or three salacious headlines and I'm not so sure. So I go to Google and I go in there and I say, Georgetown, Texas real estate stats. And your video pops up for this week's stats, exactly. which show me that, for example, if we take Austin in the past, I'd say four to five months, Austin has gone from a very low inventory level of about six to 700 actives in all of Austin. And now today is the highest I've seen in over a year. It's about 2,400 active. So, okay, we're getting more inventory. Oh no, does that mean a housing crash? No, guess what else I watch? Average days on the market. A couple of months ago, it was 20. Guess what it is now with double the inventory? 18. Are you serious? I am serious. So what does that tell you? With Actually, more inventory, you have more to sell and the inventory is burning off quickly. You said the average number of homes for sale in Austin, because you watched, because we have rentals yep. there. Was, I look at it and every just, day. It was 700 and now you're saying it's 2,400. Correct. So it's 4X the amount of inventory yep. and the actual days in the market has dropped by, by two, two days. That's, That's right. hilarious. But, but, no, but so what does that show you? It means, okay, so with more inventory does not necessarily mean that's going to take significantly longer, nor does it mean things are going to stop selling. The inventory comes what it means is more of your buyers are able to actually get in contract and more sellers are able to move themselves. So how valuable is that? Maybe that, that potential seller in Austin who had looked at a couple of those headlines and was freaking out and then hit Google and you pop up saying, you know what, here's what's actually going on in the marketplace for a free comparative market analysis of what I can probably get you in today's market and more information on your strategy to buy and sell at the same time, you know, text me here email, you know, voicemail me here. That's creating content plus your call to action. You have to be giving them permission and almost asking them to communicate with you. People uh, create these um, sort of subconscious, uh, I would call them walls around communication. This is the reason on this podcast and our YouTube channel and really everywhere in life, Julie and I are so direct in what we're hoping you guys will do. Engage with us, join Premier Coaching, you know, text Premier to 47372. You know, if you guys are looking, if you're interested in joining EXP Realty, we would be honored to be considered your EXP Realty sponsors. Text me directly on my cell phone, 512-758-0206. See what we're doing? We're saying what we're asking you to do. And if you're interested in joining EXP Realty, you're at least going to consider having Julie and I as your sponsors. If you know you know you need real estate coaching and you need to learn how to basically not just, you know, survive but thrive in this new market, you're going to want to join Premier Coaching. It's free. You get coaching calls. You get all this content. Every single one of you listening are going to want to join Premier Coaching. It takes you like three minutes. No, I actually timed it. It takes less than a minute to join Premier Coaching. And you can be on the live semi-private call that day, the second you join. You don't need to wait for somebody to call and onboard you either. We've created an automated system so you can essentially be onboarded Immediately, you can join now. You can be in Premier Coaching now. You can start getting the benefits of coaching now for free. All you got to do is text the word Premier to 47372. Remember, message and data rates may apply. You see, make sure. Now, you guys might think, though, so here's the thing I want you to pay attention with yourself. If you're not interested in coaching, you don't like hearing me sell coaching, right? But if you're mildly interested, if you are interested, you're like, well, what the hell? I'm going to do it. So what you will do oftentimes is when you're creating your own calls to action, you're concentrating on the people that aren't going to do business with you anyway. Yep. And that's the mistake. So if you're presenting, let's say you create a video and let's say it gets five views and then next week it's 10 and it's 15, it's 20. There's a certain percent of those people that are watching that will do business with you if you specifically ask them to contact you and that you want to do business with them. Otherwise, people are going to think you're too busy, you're too lofty, you're too much of an influencer, you're spending too much time leaning on your Lamborghini. You guys get it? You have to say, I'm here to be of service to you. Please contact me. I'm not too busy to ever, uh, you know, not respond to all forms of communication. That is what this new world demands. And if you're not willing to do it, you're not going to, you're frankly going to lose out on a huge opportunity uh -huh. to yeah. uh, generate new business. And this is not just true with real estate practitioners. Mm -hmm. Every single human. Now, it's, again, I, I'm, you know, we're talking about YouTube. So let's reel this back in. There are YouTube channels now that are in podcasts, frankly, mm -hmm. that are being created by A-list celebrities. Now it's funny because mm -hmm. you and I, our combined age, and I'm not going to say how old <laughs> my wife is, but our combined age is now a little bit over a hundred years old. Yikes. So we've been around long enough that when a celebrity was a celebrity, they were a celebrity, yeah. right? They were essentially, they're sort of like these shooting stars that occasionally you get a glimpse at, yeah. but nowadays they're completely accessible. Instagram, on podcasts, on YouTube, everywhere else. 
and they will oftentimes know that if you message them through Instagram, you can message pretty much anybody through Instagram right now, primarily, or sometimes YouTube, and they're going to get back with you because the expectation of how people want to interact with their influencer celebrity types is completely different than the way it was 20 years ago. And if you're Julie and I's age, which I know a lot of you are, because we look at our own analytics and statistics, you're saying, Tim, I don't want to have to be constantly on call. You don't have to be. You can direct people to specific ways that they're going to communicate with you, but you have to give them permission, not just give them permission, but you have to ask them to, and you have to tell them to, otherwise they won't. No one's going to essentially want to just, you know, I watch this great video, but if you're not lacing in there, why you are here to help them and how you can be of service to them, they're just going to go on and watch the next video. They're going to forget about you. And then they're going to stumble across some other agent that was a little bit more bold than you and said, Hey, here's my cell phone number. You know, I love this community. If you'd like to talk to me about buying or selling, I'm your guy or gal. Well, here's the thing. This is the danger zone. And I've, I've been, you know, doing a lot of education myself so that we could bring this to you. And one of the things that I heard, and I do believe this after watching a whole lot of stuff on, on this topic is that there are by and large, for being honest, younger agents who actually have less real estate skill, but a higher level of video skill. They have a higher level of confidence. And a higher level of confidence because their comfort level being on camera is higher. Higher level of confidence on camera, less skill in real life to sell real estate. However, here's the danger for our more grizzled veterans who maybe are 10, 15, 20, 25 years in the business. You guys who are, are saying, well, I don't do that social media crap. Well, you guys are the ones that are in danger of not getting that lead who ultimately you probably would do a better job with skills wise, real estate wise, but maybe you're not going to have that lead capture because somebody, somebody who is more savvy at the tech, maybe they don't have the same real estate experience as you, but they're going to capture that lead before you do. Who knows how that will go for them? But the point is that that has become a lead generation machine and it is an advantage for people who know how to do it. And this is why we're bringing you this podcast series so that you do not fall prey to that. You actually get good at it. The whole, you know, don't beat them, join them type of thing. Right. Well, so th- it is important. Again, I think this is the reason I mentioned this before and I, I'm not a braggadocious person, mm-hmm. you know, naturally, but this is the reason our podcast is the number one yes. listen to daily podcast. Cause when somebody listens to our podcast, they listen to what we say, how we deliver it. Mm-hmm. And there is, and you and I have at this point have watched essentially and, and consumed all of our, you know, what other people might be stumbling across when looking for our podcast and the difference in the depth and the value and the, it really, it's obvious that you and I are professionals. We've been doing this forever. Agreed. And we hear other people saying the same thing. Read the well, reviews on reviews. iTunes, right? Yeah. You know, they're saying, I was listening to this YouTube coach and this free coach and this, the other thing. And then I stumbled across Tim and Julie and there's obviously a difference. Well, there is a difference, but that difference cannot be faked. That's the difference comes from actually having been there, done that, like for a long damn time over and over and over again, mm-hmm. doing what we didn't want to do and we didn't want to do it at the highest level. That's the advantage that all of you have with age, frankly, and experience. You're going to be able to bring that same edginess and the same value where there's going to be this certain je ne sais quoi. There's going to, they're going to listen to your video and they're going to, or, you know, watch it. They're going to then say, well, you know what? This person isn't, you know, maybe they're not creating these real flashy, you know, expressionistic, brightly colored, you know, videos with these you know ridiculous facial expressions <laughs> and all this. But what they said and how they said it was so much more valuable to me. And I am walking away feeling educated and motivated. That is really what you're underwriting. Remember, where's this all come from? Wanting to be of service to other people. Mm-hmm. Wanting to be of service to other people means you put what is in it for them before making yourself look like something that you hope to one day be. That's the, a lot of the things that older people have a lot of, I will call it disdain or dislike for with regards to the influencer population. It's because the influencer population, for the most part, were uh, essentially perfecting the art and science of faking it until you make it. And they were essentially got really, really good at faking it. Well, they made themselves the product. They made themselves the product, which is what a lot of the younger people now have been told. You are the brand and all that. There are elements of truth to all of that for sure. But in this market, in this business, in real estate, your product is the, is your actual results for other people is the product, right? Obviously profit is your product as well. But if you really want to have a great uh, long-term reputation is really what it is or brand, you base that on the results you get for other people, not for essentially 
creating this, uh, I think, fake image of yourself. And that is something that the market is wising up to. And Julie and I have seen this through many four market cycles we've been in real estate. And we have seen the marketing and branding people get a lot of attention, spend a lot of money. And a lot of the people selling marketing and branding to agents, you know, they spend a lot of money, get a lot of attention. And as soon as the market changes, those businesses go out of business. The uh, Those agents that were spending money trying to create a brand, generally speaking, they're back on their heels unless they backed it up with, uh, you know, real skill set, which some of them did, but most of them didn't. They thought they could shortcut the actual, you know, like right now, if you want to have a really great reputation of being a listing agent in your marketplace, the best way to do that is not tell people you're a great listing agent. You actually go out and list houses, right? The more houses you list, the more successful you are able to get for other people because you sold their houses, the more reputation you're actually going to have. Isn't that the real brand you want? But that's not what this whole influencer culture is all about. The influencer culture is trying to convince you that you can skip the work part and you can skip right to the results part where somehow you magically have fooled the public into thinking that you are actually as experienced and valuable as someone who sold, you know, a thousand homes just because you are able to make some videos implying that you did. You guys get the difference? So our suggestion is, is the market is wising up to that and you feel it yourselves. You see it in the content that you actually consume. I watch what Zoe will uh, actually watch and mm -hmm. she's even becoming more selective. So the market is evolving away from the flash bang influencer type marketing and more going towards people that are actually delivering true absolute drill down value that's the reason all of our you know all of our listeners and our viewers this is a huge market opportunity for you guys and it's not too late in your marketplace matter of fact you'll be very entertained when you go to youtube and you start searching for the keywords that say for example prospective buyer or seller would search for when looking for a home in your market you are going to be surprised how many of the videos that are being created are very very light on content very strong on mm -hmm. i'm an influencer uh, because that's how they were educated to create videos. And then you're going to see the market opportunity that Julie and I've been trying to get you guys to see creating valuable content and then essentially giving the people what they truly want, which is the information that they're after. Yeah, but the really cool thing about this is that the content on YouTube in particular lives on a lot longer than say an Instagram post or a Facebook post. Now, whatever you post on YouTube for your videos, you're also going to do on the other two. But the point is that the accumulation effect of doing those two videos per week for 90 days. So don't do like, you know, three videos that you throw together. You didn't take any of the coaching. You just thought maybe you'll try some videos and then you give up because it didn't work. That's not going to work. But when you do as prescribed and you have that consistency, that's going to live on way longer than any postcard you would ever send any Instagram posts that you would do as a standalone, it's going to give you a lot of what you would call long tail benefit, right? Assuming that you're content rich. But you have to stay frosty. I told you guys that we have videos that are 15 years old that had tens of thousands, some cases, hundreds of thousands of views. And then we saw that there was a big decline in the number of views that we were getting on our videos. And we hired other people to do it and they did a terrible job. Julie and I are now stepping back in and it's working. But what I'm trying to express to you is that even if you get it right for a little while, you can't be complacent and you got to go back in and you got to constantly be updating. And that's the reason that we are going to uh, build our YouTube channel right along with all of you, hopefully. So please do like and subscribe and leave a pithy comment. We'd certainly appreciate it. And then when you have your YouTube channel as well, you know what? Message Tim or you know Julie and I over on Instagram and we'll go over and reciprocate on your YouTube channel as well. None of this stuff is hard. But remember, the main thing is the main real issue that most of you are going to have that you need to move past is not overthinking the actual content creation. And we're showing you how to do that, giving you ideas in Premier Coaching. Um, and then once you start, you know, just take your iPhone. You don't even need to fancy anything. iPhone is a 4K camera. iPhone is a kick-ass microphone. Most of the, by the way, some of the best YouTube quality, uh, content you're ever going to find shot on an iPhone. Definitely. Yep. So go out there and just start using Julie's 38 ideas, two videos per week, 90 days, you're going to have a whole bunch of content and then shoot the content first and then get vid, vid IQ located to your, uh, uploaded as an app to your um, YouTube account. And then it's not difficult to find somebody who actually can do the, the boilerplate work for you. It really isn't. And then you can check their work with vidIQ to make sure that they're doing all the checking all the boxes. All right. So I have a combination call to action for them. Uh-oh. As well as a homework item so that they can break the ice and stop being weird about videos. Okay. If you are one of our listeners who is receiving a book this week. Ah. 
go ahead and practice your video by recording. Hey, I got my book. Here's the, you know, the three things that I got from the book and, you know, thanks to Tim and Julie, whatever. With, I'll tell you what you I'll doing do. That. I love that idea. Mm -hmm. Thank you for thinking of that. So all of you who send us a video, I'll put on our YouTube channel. I'll put go. on our YouTube channel under a specific section um, and then you'll be featured there. And when you get your YouTube channel set up, we'll link back to your YouTube channel. And you guys just have to communicate with us and we'll do that for you. So there's dozens of you receiving books and all of you are podcast listeners. So please do go and give us a quick review uh, and, you know, of the book. And Julie said, you know, maybe it's one thing, maybe it's three things that you really liked about the book. Maybe what you really liked about the book is that you received it. <laughs> maybe you really liked <laughs> about the book is the fact that Zoe was able to, you know, handwrite all your addresses on there. It was actually really funny. We had a little assembly line going. <laughs> we did. And I'll tell you what, it was hilarious. She would think about every address yep. and it would be like tall tree trail. And she'd say, I wonder if anybody else lives on Tall Tree Tail Trail or is just so-and-so on that address living all by themselves. Do they have any neighbors? I wonder if they have any kids. And then something would be like a beach town and she'd go, did we see that beach town on our trip last year? So it was actually kind of a geography lesson because books are going all over the country and even as far as Barbados. So yes, go ahead and, and when, you send, when you do your review, make sure that you also send your mailing address to Tom, T-O-M, well, at what, Tim and Julie Hairstyle. So when you do your, if you're gonna give us a nice uh, five-star iTunes review and you want to qualify to receive an autographed mm -hmm. copy of our book is what Julie's saying, we do have you know quite a few that we actually had to buy <laughs> that we will be more than happy to send to you. But when you do, and if you've given us a review and you've not received your book, we absolutely want to send you one. And you have to let Tom at Tim and Julie Harris know that you left a review because so many of you use pseudonyms on you know yep. YouTube for leaving reviews that we can't know who you are. So make sure you email Tom at TimAndJulieHarris.com so we can send you an autographed copy of our book. All right, we're going to be talking more and more about YouTube specifically and the years to come because it is Julie and I's firm belief that YouTube is going to be perhaps one of the most important uh, passive lead generators that you can actually create. And once you get in the cycle of creating the content, the beautiful thing is, and of course you monitor it and update when necessary, the beautiful thing is, are those leads or is those leads will be free to you. So th guys, thank you sincerely for continuing to make this the number one listen to daily uh, podcast, at least in the United States. And thank you for helping us to build the YouTube channel. We certainly appreciate that as well. If you're listening to us on iTunes, please like and subscribe. I'm sorry, please subscribe. <laughs> I still can't get all this right. If you're listening or watching us on YouTube, please like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. That would be fantastic. If you're over on iTunes, obviously give us a five-star review and a pithy comment. That would certainly be appreciated. Guys, it is our honor. It is our pleasure. It is truly our life mission to be of service to all of you. Thank you for allowing us to live our life mission. Thank you for allowing us to be a service to you. Please use this podcast as inspiration for you to maybe take that forward in your own business, in your own personal life, where you are realizing that your highest and truest purpose on this planet is to be of service to other people. Because in that um, mental, emotional, dare I say, spiritual uh, brainwave or way of thinking, you won't find a lot of anxiety or fear. And that's where you're going to find your greatest power where you are absolutely positively in, in alignment with your highest and truest purpose, which is being of service to other people. Please go out and do so. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.